Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome back to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow-Up Podcast. I am Justin Oswald, the Executive Pastor of TC. Back again with me today is our Lead Pastor, Brad Livingston. What's up guys? Good to be back. Another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. And uh, I know we've uh, been a little hit or miss with this podcast a couple weeks there. <laughs> we missed, yeah, we missed last week, didn't we? Uh, we did. It's been, uh, there's been a few things going on. So uh, we uh, apologize for our uh, slight inconsistency in our schedule, but there's been some things, uh, good things going on, but it's still things going on. You know what I mean? So uh, but, but, yeah, yeah and, and to give, I guess, any explanation, you know, normally up until, you know, coronavirus, we recorded at our offices and we were there all, you know, we're there every day anyways. And right. we had a spot and we were going to record and go live and all that. No big deal. Then with coronavirus, obviously you're at your house, I'm at my house. And now that we bought this new building, it's like, <laughs> so you, you have some of the equipment at your house. I have some at my house, but then nothing's yeah. at the office and then but now we're doing like you've been at the building a lot um it's just you know some i guess precedent some things are taking priority over over some other things yeah even in the building but it's cool yeah it happens a little bit here and there but man we're uh we're you know it's good it's good to be back there's just so much so much happening it's happening it, it, it's so funny because it's like it's happening fast but then again it feels like it's not happening fast enough you know so it's oh. like no, I, feel, I feel you. I feel like, man, it's taking forever. Like, I want to, I want to get moved. Like, I want to get moved in the offices. I'm tired of working at home. Like, yeah, you know, and I still have to go to our offices a couple times a week. So, like, between my house and the our current the offices, office. yeah, the old offices and the new building, I'm doing like, you know back and forth between all three so i'm ready to get the office part of the new building done so we can at least get our offices moved over there since some things are going back to normal but um i'm ready for that it is it is going by super fast but i i feel you like it's, yeah it seems like it's taking forever it's like it's just excitement too you know yeah yeah no it's like i'm, I'm ready to be with everybody you know like i'm just i'm ready to i'm uh i'm ready for you know, just to be with the people. I'm ready for church. I'm ready to worship together. I'm ready. You know, I, Sunday was really, really nice because it was the first time I've preached with more than one person in the room in like eight weeks, you know, yeah. like, um, and that was, it just felt I, really good. You know, I had a lot of fun Sunday. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. It was, it was great being there. Um, doing it, everything live together, all the all aspects of the Sunday service happening at the same time live was very just was very cool, and we even went to lunch after some of us. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, oh man, people! It's, yeah, right. it was, <laughs> it's it so good so to see fun. all of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. so much fun. So um, that yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we're just still a lot of work to happen. We're going to be painting tomorrow a little bit, but. I mean, we're getting there. So anyway, yeah. so for, so all of you that, that subscribe to our, po I've had a couple of people mention the podcast and be like, man, when are y'all going to drop those podcasts? And I'm yeah. like, well, ain't got it to drop. You know? We're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> but, it's so for, for everybody that, that, um, you know, subscribes 
to the podcast. Um, I hope you're still enjoying at least the messages, and we'll get back on a more regular schedule here soon. And if you're watching this live on Facebook, glad you're with us as well. If you got any questions or comments, whatever, just drop those comments in. We'll try to we'll try to you know answer some of those later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, it's a uh, it's been really good. I think that um, you know, I think we've seen the value of like online church and simultaneously can deeply, deeply appreciate the, um, you know, what it means to be in person and be able to meet face to face and worship together. And some of the things, you know, things maybe we took for granted, uh, before coronavirus and all that other stuff, but, uh, it's been, it's been great, you know, to, to start seeing that and to experience it on Sunday. It was awesome. So it was really, really it good. Was. Yeah, it was cool. But yeah. So, um, Man, and just there's some craziness going on in the world today, Justin. Man, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm. It is, and it's. Oh, it's important stuff. It's not like it's not. It's not like small issues. I mean, this is big stuff that's happening. You know, right in in the world around us, and um, a lot of it frankly probably should have been addressed years ago in some regards you know sure we're we're just we're we're it's like the culmination of just years of years and years of stress and um you know it's just kind of culminating to some to some stuff luckily in our city it's not been that bad in fact we've had a bunch of protests here but it's all been peaceful except for one little small small incident on on saturday which even wasn't that that big of a deal in retrospect yeah, yeah yeah i know some of the other some of the other cities and bigger cities are a little more, um, you know, they're, sure. they're having a little more, not just peaceful protesting, but it's, it's also, it's important to note through all this right now that there's a very big difference between the protesters and then the people who aren't being peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no doubt. Two, two different groups that are operating together. Uh, they're not operating together, but, uh, they're, they're Some, operating at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, so um that's that's important but it's crazy you know and I, I tell you what the, the the cool thing is it spawned some really cool conversations at least for me you know i um i had a really cool moment yesterday and i wish i could say more about like the person and all but i i, I can't i won't um but I, I got a text yesterday from someone that was basically said i was wrong you know and it was someone regarding even the statement of black lives matter that whole thing and uh i I know this person for a long long time um and i I know what the person meant like i I know the person's heart even in the even in our disagreement uh, Mm -hmm. originally i know their heart um but they were they were kind of in the all lives matter camp not understanding you know Mm -hmm. the the whole thing Um, but i got a text yesterday that that was um uh, saying the the text said I was wrong and I I get what the statement is about. It, the the statement is 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 um, bringing awareness to something that should have been happening all along, you know. And it was just a really cool one. It takes a lot of courage and maturity to send a message like that because they could have just changed their viewpoint but not said anything. But they went out of their way to send a text and say like I was wrong when we were interacting a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I just thought powerful. that was I just thought that was cool that you know that things are things like that are happening and good conversations are 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 happening, um, you know I mean it's a yeah it's a crazy time but you know uncomfortable conversations are bound to happen but in, through that we grow you know 
Yeah. And I think that that's the important thing, you know, we've had, I've, I likewise had, you know, probably a couple dozen conversations with different people in regards to what's going on. And, and, uh, you know, the one thing that I've just been saying over and over again, it's kind of like a mantra. It's like, you know, just keep asking questions. Like if you don't get it, don't assume that the other person's wrong just because you don't understand. So just keep asking questions. Like, uh, people's experience is enlightening. You know, what pe- people have different experiences than the other person. And uh, particularly in the South, things are way different here than they are in New York or in Baltimore or in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like uh, down here, things are different. And um, so we need to be having even more conversations. And there's a, uh, there's a, un- uh, I don't know if it's a universal, there's a national system in it, systematic words are hard today. Uh, there's a national systematic problem that exists um, that certainly affects, you know, the minority people in the South, but it, it, it also bleeds out to other people groups in the South differently than it does say in the North and stuff like that. So there's just a lot of conversations to be had. And the best thing we can do is, is to keep having conversations, keep asking questions, keep listening, keep loving. Uh, I think that's the big things like no one, these people, people that don't get it, aren't my enemy. Um, you know, we have an enemy, uh, it's clearly laid out in the Bible and the people that just don't see the world the way I see it, aren't my enemy. They're just people that see it differently. And, and we, we've been called to love those people. And, and, you know, my big encouragement to everybody is just remember, like we were, we weren't made for this world. We we're made for a different world and we still have to fight for justice in this world. We still have to make a stand in this world. That's biblical. Um, at the same time, it's like, man, don't neglect, uh, the gospel, uh, and don't neglect loving each other and doing all those things in your pursuit of trying to fix what's broken in a world that God already told us would be broken. Uh, you know, so it's like, uh, not being shocked by that, you know? Um, so I think all those things are just uh, important and we can, you know, it's, it's, it's like good to learn from those things and let them let that, let ourselves grow from it. So no doubt, but yeah. So, um, but man, we got Sunday, you know, we've, let's, let's we've talk Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. We kicked off a new series on Sunday, uh, which is, is good. You know, it's, it's something that, uh, it's just going to be a couple weeks long. Um, you know, talking this take your stake concept, um, and really, really challenging everybody and informing everybody and keeping everybody updated on what's happening. And also, um, you know, number one, like what it, what this house is and what it's going to be. And, and, you know, this past Sunday in particular, um, you know, what it means to have a house, be a part of a house and a time to build the house. Um, and so we, you know, we really delved into that, um, this past Sunday, um, and kind of started that conversation. So, you know, before we get too far, let's make sure we put in a plug for this Sunday, right? So, uh, June 14th, this Sunday, we'll be having our outdoor service, uh, at the new campus. And, uh, we want you to, obviously we want everyone to come out to that. We'd love to see you there. Um, there's gonna be a number of ways that you can interact with us and really man, like make this place home and you're going to get some opportunities to do that. And so we want you to know, uh, to make sure that you come out, uh, this Sunday and be a part of that June 14th. It starts at 9am, but come early, you know, but get you a spot. So come early and, and, um, and we're going to post more about this just to make sure the info gets out. But, you know, bring may want to bring, if you want to bring some lawn chairs or something like that or blankets yep. or whatever, because we're going to kind of do the service out on the, on the big, if you haven't seen the property yet, there's a gigantic kind of front lawn that we're going to, that we're going to be out on. Um, 
So mm-hmm. do that and come come early, come hang out, get get a feel for it. And then after the service, we're gonna we're gonna have um, you be able to walk through the building and 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 put your eyes and on everything and take a look at it. And um, you know, it's not complete yet as far right. as some of the some of the little renovations. Um, but at least you'll get get an idea of what it's like and get to walk through. So we're excited about that. So nine a.m. nine a.m. Saturday. I mean, yeah, uh, not, Sunday. Not Saturday, not Saturday. Don't go Saturday. Saturday. You'll be there by yeah. yourself. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we've been talking about time to build and that's what, you know, you know the take your stake thing was for this past week is this idea. It's like, it's a, there's a time to build and, and we're building our home. Like this is the time to invest. This is the time to build our house. This is a time to, uh, to uh, above and beyond, um, you know, give to the Lord. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of times we're all guilty of being so caught up in the moment that we're not thinking about the future. You know, we're not thinking about how we're preparing us or our family or, uh, you know, and we, we can get so caught up in the physical. We don't get, we don't recognize that there's a spiritual aspect to what we're doing. And, and we want to, we want to uh, prepare for and give to and build uh, those things. And so those things are just super important. We want to, we want to, um, you know, spend time talking about that. And that's really what Sunday was all about. It's a time to build, you know, um, right. So as we're getting ready to do that, there's a story in the Bible in First Chronicles 22 where uh, you know David is preparing to build the temple. You know he's preparing to build the house for the Lord, um, and in doing so, he really goes out of his way to start. You know, even into his later years, he's collecting, he's uh, gaining, so, you know, he's acquiring supplies. I mean, he's going to go over the top um, on this. You know, like he's 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 going to make it good. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be for God. Like I'm going out of my way for this. Um, and so he, he does that. Um, and so he starts to, he is getting ready to build the house, but then God kind of, uh, reminds him, uh, of, you know, some things that he, um, you know, what he will and won't get to be a part of, you know? So, uh, God kind of tells him like, Hey, listen, you know, you're, you're going to be the visionary. You're going to be the one with the dream. You're going to be the one that, uh, kind of helps, uh, initiate this, but your son Solomon is actually going to be the one that gets to build it. Like your son Solomon is going to be the one that gets to see the vision fulfilled at its greatest extent. Um, and then he starts to, you know, and then God speaks and in first Chronicles 22, six through 10, he kind of steps in, I'm jumping in the middle of that, but he says that, um, you know, first he says, um, and then he called for Solomon, his son, he's talking about David and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. And he said, I had it on my heart to build this house for the Lord. But the Lord of me came to me because I shed so much blood because I fought so many battles because I waged war. You're not going to get to build it. And so he charges son Solomon and God says to David, I'm going to give you a son. He shall be a man of rest and I will give him rest from all the surrounding enemies for his name shall be Solomon. I will give him peace and quiet in Israel in his days. Uh, he shall build a house for my name. He shall uh, he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish his royal throne in Israel forever. Now, um, what's cool about that? Number one is that the uh, the you know Solomon does go and, and build the temple. But what's, what what I thought was really special about that, and what we talked about on Sunday is how David really prepped the stage for Solomon. Like there was a, like David was laying the foundation to build something. Like he was, he was both physically, financially, but also spiritually like laying the foundation for something great to be built for, for Solomon. Um, and that really kind of spawned us a, 
into asking the question and preparing for like, man, what would it look like for us to uh, do the same thing, to lay the foundation, to prepare? Um, and what is it that we're preparing for? And I think that's really what kind of was the setup for Sunday morning. And it was like, man, well, what, are we, what are we preparing for in this message? Um, and so we were making uh, preparations for a few things. But the first one, uh, Justin, I think you got it there, right? Yeah, let's prepare the next generation to be people of rest. Yeah, and so, man, when we're talking about, like, people of rest, and, and this past Sunday, again, like, we focused on this idea of, like, what are we preparing the next generation for, right? And we were talking about this idea that I'm believing that the next generation at Transformation Church, like our children, our children's children, they're not going to have to fight for rest the same we do, the same way we do. They're not going to fight for peace, um, you know, and we talked about this idea that, man, I, I, I genuinely believe that, the, the next generation of our church, which is the people that are in our church now, their children, they're not going to fight through the same addictions, the same chaos, the same seasons, the same struggles, the same bondages, the same, you know, all those things, the same pains uh, that their parents are fighting, like, but to enter into a genuine season of rest. And that's what, that's the promise to David from God is like, listen, you do this and I'm going to provide this to Solomon. He's going to be a man of rest. He's going to enter a, you know, a season of rest and all those things. Um, and it's like, man, are we preparing our kids for seasons and, and to be people of rest? Or are we kind of setting our family up for the same chaos that we acquired, the same addictions, the same struggles that we acquired from our parents, you know, because those things are generational. Like whatever you struggle with that your parents struggled with, their parents struggled with it too. And until somebody steps up and says, listen, we're going to break this cycle. We're not just going to continue to let it exist until someone breaks it uh, through the power of God. Uh, that's just going to continue to remain. And it's just like, man, are we preparing the next generation to be a people of rest where they don't keep struggling with the same stuff over and over again, you know? Um, and so we have to do that. And so, um, you know, in, in, in we're reminded if you want to go back, you can go back and listen to the whole sermon on Sunday to get all of the, all of the content. Um, but over and over again, we see Jesus, even in Mark six, where he's like, you know, he brought the disciples with him and he's like, you know, come, be, you know, come receive rest with me, like by yourselves to a quiet place. Um, and one of the things that we talked about uh, on Sunday is this idea that you'll never work yourself into rest. And man, I feel like some of us are so guilty of that. It's like, man, let me grind. You know, like we, we believe in the grind. We believe in the struggle. We believe in working hard. Like we're big proponents for all those things, the journey, like, you know, all those things. But there's an aspect to like our culture it says like you need to grind as hard as you can so that you can achieve rest. You know, it's like one day this like far off distant future, you're, you'll be able to acquire rest. And it's like, man, you'll never work yourself into rest. <laughs> like There will always be another thing coming, you know? It's making it part of your, of your every day and every week, you know? Right, right, right. So you yeah. can be, the, so you can be the best having a Sabbath or yep. getting, getting a full night's sleep or whatever the case is. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. It's like, man, we, we try to do that. And, and for so many of us, man, like we're, we, I don't know about you. I've definitely found myself in this place. Coronavirus made it worse. How crazy is it that a pandemic that forces us to sit at our house all day made us more tired, more exhausted and more like more empty than we were before. Like, well, <laughs> you know. yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, it's like taking a nap makes me tired, you know, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you, know, you get up from a nap. Like overly rested. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I agree. I don't know. That's why I'm, uh, I didn't mind working at home the first month, but 
I'm tired of it now. I mean, I'm ready to be. Yeah, I'm ready yeah. to be back for yeah, sure. So, but I, I agree. And I think that's where a lot of us are. You know, it's like I, it, it, I think you know, being quarantined, if you will, or doing you know, working from home, stay at home, stuff like that, um, kind of put into perspective how unhealthy certain aspects of our lives were, um, particularly from a spiritual context. You know, it's like you know, how did your spiritual life crumble when your ability to go to church crumbled? You know, it's like, because some, because the pastor wasn't feeding you, did you lose the ability to feed yourself or did you realize you've never been feeding <laughs> never yourself? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and I think it exposed a lot of that in a lot of people. And then some of us just became so busy, you know, that, uh, well, you, you know, we weren't feeding, we weren't being fed. Well, and it also shows how, uh, I think like even habits, you know, so when I left, when we were getting ready to like work from home and all that stuff. I, you know, I got like this bookshelf in my office that, and it's got like all these books on it. And I have like this whole shelf of like books that are like my to be read, like stuff I haven't read yet. Right, right, right. And I grabbed the stack. I mean, they're sitting right over here. I grabbed the stack and I was like, man, I'm going to be able to read a whole lot more and, and all this stuff. That ain't happening. Yeah, like that ain't happening. <laughs> that ain't happening like I thought it would. Because yeah. it just, I thought, well, being at home, I'll be able to do that. But it's, it's that none of that's changed. It's like, whether you're at home or your office, it's like to personal development or personal devotion or any of those things takes mm -hmm. like intentional planning, you know, right. setting, setting time aside in the day and all those things. Absolutely. I mean that I, I have read some, I'm actually reading two books right now, but I'm reading them super slow than I would think I should have been done with them weeks ago. Right. Um, right. Right. And I, right, but I, right. And I got more than I thought I was going to get through in this, you know, it's been eight weeks or nine weeks or whatever. And it's just like not right. happening because it's kind of yeah. aggravating. <laughs> right. And that's what I mean. It's like, it's one of those things where you're like, man, I feel like we should be further along. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, we, we just, there's so many aspects to it that are like, man, we're not, uh, we, yeah. you know, we're, we're missing out. On, and and that, that's the question. It's like, why is that the case? Like, why do we, why are we, um, you know, why are we not growing the way we should be growing? Like, why are we not doing those things? And I think that's part of it, right? It's like, there's an aspect to what we're currently doing, where we're currently at, that we're finding out that uh, we're not uh, following through the discipleship process as much as we think we should be. And some of those things, like we're not invested, we're not invested ourselves into being fed. We're just attending a church services and allowing the pastor to feed us, in this case, me. Um, and man, the, we, we, our relationship with the Lord should be much stronger than that. We should be much deeper than that. We should be digesting and having input you know, of the word of God and the presence of God and spending time with him each day. Um, you know, and that's one of the things we said on Sunday, if your spiritual input is lower than your worldly output, like you'll never, you'll never receive rest. You know, it's like, it's a, it's not a hard, you know, if you keep taking out of the bucket more than you're putting in the bucket, eventually the bucket gets empty. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah. So it's just like that having that understanding is, is crucial. So, um, and so then we followed up with this idea of like, let's step into our own season of rest, right? So it's like, you know, if we want to prepare the next generation to be people of rest, then we have to, we, we're going to need to hand in that in some shape, form or fashion. Like we need to establish that now so that they're receiving it as opposed to hoping that they create it later down the road. Like, right. you know, that's not the way that's going to work. <laughs> so um, stepping into our own season of rest, right? Um, and so just understanding that like we as people are going for that rest now and, um, 
Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. I think you got it there, Justin, uh, what Jesus tells us when it comes to rest. Yeah, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Yeah. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. And so, man, we, we see that despite the fact that David is a man after God's own heart, according to Acts 13, that David still wasn't going to be the guy that got to do it, you know, um, and he had his issues. And for some of us, like, we have to realize that despite our issues, despite our frailties, despite our downfalls, like, we still have to be close to the Lord. Like, we still have to remain connected. Um, and so, and then lastly, um, you know, let's build a place of rest. And that was really kind of like what we were really getting to on Sunday morning. Like it was all building up to this idea of like, if we want our kids to be people of rest, the next generation to be people of rest, if we want to have a season of rest, then let's build a place of rest. And we really yeah. kind of started breaking down like the house that we wanted to build, like this church that we wanted to have, um, you know, not just in, in, in not just rest for us and not just rest for our kids. Like those two things matter, but also rest for our city, like rest for the generations after that rest for our friends, rest for our family. Like, to have a place where people can call home, to have a place um, where all these things are available, where, you know, your friend that's going through a divorce, your friend that's broken, your friend that's battling an addiction has somewhere they can go to, to receive, you know, uh, essentially, you know, the spirit of God and be encouraged um, to be, you know, people that are lost can be found. People that are uh, broken and lost in their sin on their way to hell can be restored to, and not restored, be brought back to life in Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Like to have a house that is there for all of those things uh, is, is, is that, and it's time to build that place. Like let's build it, you know, um, right. encourage people. So, um, That's good. and in that we talked about like a few different aspects of our code. Um, you know, you know, we talk about let's build a place where you don't have to check your skin color at the door, you know, and, and our, our code, uh, everyone is invited, like we will cultivate diversity while maintaining unity. And that word cultivate is important there. Like we will go out of our way to create, we will go out of our way to uh, embrace, like it is something that matters to us. It's not something that we passively permit. It's something we aggressively, um, you know, pursue. And so I love, I love our code. I mean, I do. And I feel like, I feel like we, it's not just something we put on our website. You know, I, I do, I believe you see it within our, within our church. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, that, that idea. And I think that, that even in a season like this, like it's important to have, you know what I mean? Like Definitely. It, we keep pointing back, like we're pointing back to the code over and over again. Like everyone's invited. Like we cultivate diversity while maintaining unity which means like we, we can understand the necessity of what it takes to be a diverse church. And we can also be unified around the things that absolutely matter. And we have to do both, you know? Um, and then saying like, let's build a place where people uh, can be celebrated, not just tolerated. Right. And we talked about the idea that celebration is not optional. You know, we will celebrate every story and every person It all matters. Right. Um, you know, let's build a place where people can work on their issues and a family rather than trying to earn a spot in the family. You know, unity is greater than loyalty. We'll fight for each other's right to have a seat at the table. We stick together. You know, like all these aspects of our code that are just ringing true right now. And so, how important it is, you know, um, so. especially right now. Yeah, I and mean, so then, that, that those right now are are hitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the time we're in. Yeah, 
and, and so we talked about a few aspects, you know, different aspects in scripture of like what we want the house to be, right? And it's like a house where people can meet God, you know, Exodus 33, 14, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Like a, a house where the presence of God is at, you know, a house of freedom, uh, you know, Second Corinthians three seventeen, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. Um, a house of prayer, Isaiah 56, 7, for my house will be a house of prayer for all the people, all the nations. Um, a house for people, you know, Luke 14, 21, where it says, go out quickly into the streets and always bring forth the poor, the crippled, the blind and the lame, you know, like, like this is the house that we're building a place of rest, you know? Um, and so just so important, man, to, to understand, like, this is not just, this isn't a church that we go to a church building, you know, this isn't a facility that we just go to, this is our home. And it's like, what do we want it to be? And let's build that. I think that's really important. You know, and that's what people have the opportunity to take part in and help, you know, give to and just all those things. And so it's super important. So, I mean, and you know, the whole, this whole time, <clears throat> it's like, you're right. It's not a building. We've been saying that since coronavirus. Like the, I think a lot of, a lot of churches and a lot of Christians are learning that church isn't a building. It is, it is the people, um, but th- what we're trying to build now as we're moving forward is, is, is like you say, like the house. Mm-hmm. where we can come to it's like man this is so key and it's and like you going back to the current right right now people aren't uh, people aren't in a better place mentally than they were nine ten weeks ago when coronavirus started right it's Absolutely like more not. it's way more important than ever you know like we who would have thought that we would be in this place you know i think a lot of people thought about going working from home and don't have to get up and go get dressed to go to work and you can just hop on a zoom call with your your boss or whatever it was I just don't think it went the way everybody planned it. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. You know, mentally stressed and and uh, tired and all those things. So um, this is important. Being in a house of all those things, where where you not only meet other people, but where you can meet God, and then you can find the freedom that you need from your your from from things and and all those. It's huge, man. It's yeah. like it and just being around the building. I know it's not about the building, but being around the building the last couple of weeks. And as people come, I, I, I mean, I was telling, I was telling Brad before we come on for the podcast about um, our AC guy that's doing some AC work. Right. And uh, younger guy, how old do you think he is? Uh, early thirties? maybe. Yeah. I mean, he's our age. He's at our age, yeah. group, you know, and um, he's doing a lot of the, the HVAC work, doing the HVAC workforce at the building and uh, just good guy. And um, he's going to come Sunday. And I was telling Brad about, it. I saw him yesterday and was talking to him and he told me he's looking forward to this Sunday. And I said, Oh, are you, are you coming? He said, yeah, I'm coming. I'm excited for, you know, for the, the church going to be here. And I think he's going to end up being a part of our church. You know, um, it's just that kind of thing. It's like, even, even that he, he's been busy and working and doing that and just, part of his job was to do this at our church right. and now he may have found a place to like find all these things right to a house of freedom and a house of a prayer and, and and a place where he can belong and fit in and all these things it's like that's that's key yeah it's awesome it's awesome so we're pumped man and so we're excited about uh, you know people's ability to be a part of it and people be able to get plugged into it and and uh, continue to move forward and, and you know obviously we're still in this uh fundraising you know, type of move where we're trying to pay for some of the things, some of the renovations we wanted to expedite. So we're trying to raise hundred K in 60 days. And if you want to give to that, if you want to be a part of that, whether you're a podcast listener, whether you're watching us now, uh, or watching us later, um, you know, go to the transformationchurch.com and click on giving and select to take your stake drop down menu. Is that right, Dale? 
Yeah, when when you get to the gift portion, and instead of tithes and offerings, you can drop down and pick uh, take your stake. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you want to join us in giving, we greatly appreciate that. It's going to help us get some of the things done uh, at the church, and it's going to be powerful. And maybe it's helpful to elaborate a little bit um, on that for anybody that's maybe missed it. The, the reason for that is, you know, some of what some of what we were planning on doing at the at the church, you know, we're, we're not a wealthy church, you know. I mean, we we um, we do a lot with with I say a little, we do a, we stretch everything that we that we have um, to really do some cool things, but. I think you know, yeah. some, I would just say we're like we're really good stewards over the money that it, comes in. Like I think so. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think we are. And uh, some of the some of the things we want to do at the building um, were just things that we were talking about. You know, over the next three to six to nine to twelve months, we will start accomplishing some of these things just as the funds are available. And you know, then and then I, I feel like the like God was kind of at least laying on where Brad would just take your stake. It's like, if we can raise these, if we can raise a hundred grand, which isn't a lot of money in the big scheme of things, um, we can knock out a lot of those now um, and, and not have to, not have to wait and delay. And we can go ahead and take care of some of those things and get the building uh, to the place that it needs to be for our people and for the people we're trying to reach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. So if you want to be a part of it, man, we would, we welcome all of that. We'd love to have you uh, give, be a part of it and uh, join us on that as we get ready to build our house. I mean, that's what it is. It's a time to build and we're ready to build our house. So we're, we're pumped about it. So (laughs) Come get in on it. Yeah. So Jay will tell them where they can find more about the church, man. You can find us online transformationchurch.com or on Instagram and Facebook at transformation Pensacola. Nice. So, uh, man, we're, we're pumped. We'll be up there some more this week, uh, working on the facility, getting ready for Sunday and then getting ready for after that. Hopefully, prayerfully, fingers crossed, we'll be able to, uh, give you guys a date on Sunday of when we will be having our first Sunday in the facility. Yes. And so, uh, if yes. there's Sunday, you'll get to hear about it. So, uh, <laughs> don't forget to come out and, this Sunday. But listen, and, and for everybody who's planning, we're, we're also, the plan is to also live stream that service. So for whatever reason, if you got kids or maybe you've been sick or still a little hesitant with Corona and all this stuff um, and you're not comfortable, please stay home and we're going to live stream the service. So you're not going to miss anything in that regard. Um, you know, we are going to live stream. So I think people may be wondering since we're going to be outdoor, if we're still going to have online the answer is yes. Yeah. The answer is definitely yes. So, but uh, all right, guys. Well, hey, listen, we appreciate y'all jumping on with us today. We will catch you guys uh, next week, hopefully, prayerfully. Yeah. Yes. For another week, another sermon, uh, another follow up podcast. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget, you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at followup at transformationchurch.com. For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.